This is, this is Nick's Radio. Coming to you live you from Newark to Nick's Radio. Nikolai. Well, Nikolai, I'm so thankful that you reached out to us. And I just want to encourage you that we all mess up all the time. Because that's just part of being human. Thank you. <laughs> because that's why we need a savior. That's why we need a savior. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, you know, uh, Jesus is, is just and faithful to forgive us no matter what. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, uh, for believers, we're right there. We're right there with him. He's right there with us. Mm-hmm. And he forgives. He asks for forgiveness that he throws our sin in a sea of forgetfulness and he remembers it not. We're the ones that remember it. Yes, but with him, true. there's no shame. There's no condemnation. That's what grace is. You didn't do anything to deserve it in the first place. So there's nothing mm-hmm. gonna that you're going to do that's going to make you deserve it more or less than you do now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, and as far as being far away from the Lord, all it takes is one glance back toward him. He says he's a loving father standing and waiting and watching for us to turn toward him. And that he, once we do, he comes running toward us and meets us. And I think that's beautiful. I love the, the do you know the pro, the prodigal son parable? I, I don't, but that's beautiful the way you said it. You said it, once we look, once we look, he, 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 he's like always waiting. He always like comes yeah. like that. So mm-hmm. Jesus tells the story, uh, and it's called the prodigal son, and it's of a man that has two sons. And he decides to, you know, and one son is a really good son and he, you know, works the land and is faithful to his father. The other son demands his inheritance early and he leaves and he goes and parties and basically squanders his money away. Mm-hmm. And he decides that he needs to go home and he thinks, you know, he thinks up this plan and he's like, I'm going to be offered to be my dad's servant to pay him back anything just to be back in my dad's house. And it says, you know, he's on his way there and he's willing to even live with the pigs as long as he's with his dad again. And um, he's on his way there. And it says and the scripture says, and he when he was still a long way off, the father saw him and ran to him and embraced him and said and declared, um, this is my son who is dead and who is now alive, who was lost and who has been found. He has come home. Let's have a, you know, and says, let's have a party, basically. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, you know, that's how God is with us. No matter how far we go away from him, he's watching and waiting for us just to turn toward him. And then he runs toward us. And he declares that we were lost and now have been found. That's beautiful. I love that. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Well, Nicole, I'd love to pray with you and, and just bring you before the Lord. Let's pray. Okay. Father God, I thank you so much for the opportunity to pray with my uh, brother Nikolai tonight. I thank you, Lord, that you are a good and faithful father, that your word says you are just and faithful to forgive, that you throw our sin in a sea of forgetfulness and remember it not. We thank you, Lord, that your word says you delight in pouring out compassion over us, pouring out mercy and your mercy says that we re- we don't receive something that we do deserve. 
You remove mm-hmm. from us the penalty of sin. And I thank you, Lord, for your mercy toward us, that we don't receive what we do deserve. Because of your mercy, because of your compassion toward us, we thank you that you're a loving Father whose heart longs for us to, to turn back toward you when we have wandered far away. So I pray today as Nikolai turns toward you that he would feel your smile and your love radiating over him, pouring out over him, and that that condemnation and shame would melt away as he rests in the gift of your grace, unmerited favor, meaning favor that you've given us that we didn't earn and that we don't have to earn. You choose to give it to us freely because of your great love for us. So I pray today for my brother that you would remove that shame and any guilt and condemnation that he's feeling. That you Thank you, Lord, that we start fresh, that you give us second and third and fifth and 20th and 176th chances. You never give up on us. You never give up on us. You never leave us and you never forsake us, no matter what. Your word says that when we belong to you, that nothing can separate us from the love that we have in Christ Jesus. Neither height, nor depth, nor present, nor future, nor anything below or anything above, anything created, including his own sin, can separate him from your love that he has through the blood and the sacrifice of Jesus Christ that covers us. I pray tonight that from your glorious unlimited resources, you would empower Nikolai with inner strength from your own spirit and that you, our God of hope, would fill him with joy and peace as he confidently trusts in you so that he may overflow with hope through the power of your spirit. We pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for praying with me. You're so welcome, Nikolai. We're honored to pray with you. And don't hesitate to reach out to us anytime in the future, okay? Okay. I'll definitely do it. Thank you so All much. All right. You. You're welcome. God bless you. Goodbye. God bless. Bye. Bye. Come, come see what I've been up to. Come, come see it for me. I know you had a lot of work to do. Ooh, you got used to things without me, baby. Yeah, you got used to everything I never did. You got sick of being sick of all my flaws. You got over all the pain I ever caused. And I didn't mean it, no, but they say it's all what you make it. Maybe it's all in the making. Love's always love, you can fake it. So please don't try to deny me of that. No, you know my heart couldn't take it. Maybe it's all in the making. Love's always love, you can fake it See baby, ooh, you know I need you to Come, come see about me Come, come see about me No, it can't always be about me Just come, come see about me
Hi, hello, and welcome to Nick's Radio. I'm your host, Nick Sinclair, Nicolas Sinclair. And today, um, before we begin the show, I want to say this. Whenever you're going through in life, just know that everything's going to work out. Like whatever you're going through. Just have faith and keep holding on. Even when things seem bleak or, or seem like they're not working out, just keep keep holding on. Don't give up. So today's show is a little personal. I'm going to talk today about something I've never talked about on a radio show or or ever with anyone, honestly. So um, before I begin, I want to talk about, I'm going to read a definition to you. Everyone's having a good day. <laughs> okay. So, body dysmorphic disorder is a mental health disorder in which you can't stop thinking about one or more perceived effects or flaws in your appearance. A flaw that appears minor or can't be seen by others, but you may feel so embarrassed, ashamed, and anxious that you may avoid many social situations. So, um, that's called, again, body dysmorphic disorder. So, when I was about the age of, um, I would say 12, 13, and leading up to probably now, I've suffered from, I guess, a different form of, um, a form of body dysmorphic disorder and a form of, um, of eating disorder. Um, it's something that I've never really discussed with anyone, but if you've ever noticed me or looked at my pictures, you've always noticed that, you know, I try to, um, not show my body that much. And the reason for that is, um, I've always felt overweight. I've always felt like I wasn't perfect. And so I would not show my face or my, or I might show my face, but show, it with a filter on a lot of times or not even show my body because I always felt like I was fat or too skinny. I never felt like I was just right, the right size. And um, I guess it's because of, well, not I guess, it's due to, um, I've always, I've, due to body image, image, image problems in my head, I always felt like I wasn't perfect. And eating disorder, I've always felt like felt bad for eating certain foods. I've always been researching different health fads and stuff like that. And so it always, always felt like I was eating bad. And then someone, a family member of mine told me I was fat. And I'm not going to say that it's because of that, but that, that, that surely did not help with my, my weight, um, problem. And so I just wouldn't eat, but it was like, I, I self-consciously didn't realize I was eating, wasn't eating. And so I just stopped. I wasn't eating. I was eating like less than maybe 500 calories a day. Maybe even maybe even less than that. Maybe 100 calories a day. Probably not that low. But I wasn't really eating at all. And um, it's something that I think I would like to address as far as the elephant in the room. Because I'm sure many people struggle with body um, 
with body image problems and maybe eating disorders. Um, and it's something that I'm, I'm working through now. And it's amazing how you put something off for a long time and then it comes back, you know, to you. And, you know, recently I um, was checking my weight and it was 151. And I was like so shocked because for the longest I've been 130 for many years, probably, probably too many years. And it's because I just, I just felt bad for eating. I felt guilty. And then I can't explain it. I just felt guilty. And I hate talking to people about my problems or, or this issue, but because I always feel that sometimes once I, you process something, there's no need to keep talking about it. But honestly, I guess I never realized I never processed it until I saw the scale of 150. And I realized that, wow, I've came a little way from being 130 for like three, three or four years straight. And I've improved a little bit my diet, a little bit. Um, I'm not going to say I've been eating healthy as I've always have, have been doing. I think it's good to do that in moderation. You're talking to someone that's been vegan for like three years, um, eating nothing but vegetables and um, veggie, veggie uh, meals. And um, that's great. But it may not be the healthiest, and the reason I even did that was because of my um my um my body dysmorphic disorder problem with my with body image, and also because of um I didn't want to eat the wrong thing and always being so self conscious of that. So it was like a mixture of both. So that just was the perfect diet for me, and I didn't need to be on any diet. I just needed to. Probably just 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 watch what I was eating in moderation, and I was there. I've never been overweight, so I just I don't know. I just just spiraled out of control, and that's that's what happened. Um, my solution for it now, I, I believe, if you if you're suffering from a um problem like me with um um eating disorder problems or body dysmorphic disorder, make sure you talk to your psychiatrist or a counselor or a therapist. And there's many, uh, many free, um, free, free, free platforms that offer it, that allow you to do this. I know there's, I think there's one called text now or text something. I think text now is a free app, but text something and you can Google it. And there's also, also, um, yes, you make sure you utilize those those um those options because they can truly help you if you're suffering through something like I've been through. Um, how it started, I I believe was just. I remember just one day, just just um thinking that thinking I was fat, and I think someone confirmed it, and I just felt um I felt like wow I need to change something about myself. And then I remember someone talking, like talking about my my skin complexion or talking about me, and I felt like, oh, I need to change that. And I think people, it's good for a person to have an opinion of you. That's really good. But at the end of the day, probably lots of people will have opinions of you. You can't change or please the world. And I think it's part of that personality problem is that sometimes people like me that are people pleasers, we like to please people in every way. And it's it's not good or it's not healthy to do that. 
because at the end of the day, you lose who you are by doing that. And I believe we were all created, you know, for a reason. And that's why we're all different. If we were, if we were supposed to be the same, we would be, but we're not. We're separate. Separate parts of the same is what I believe. So um, we're, just, we're created to be different. We're created to be who we are. So I believe we should live our truth and be who we are. Um, we will be right back after this, um, this, this music coming up. I never thought that you would be the one to hold my heart, but you
back um but like i said earlier if you're honestly think if you're honestly experiencing um issues like i mentioned previously please make sure you talk to someone because i think i think mental health is so important it really truly is um i actually am in the mental health field so i'm an advocate of mental health and also, going to the right place is important, too. So make sure you do your research when it comes to places to go. I just always think that's important, too. Because some places, I don't know. I just think it's important to do your research as far as places to go and places to call. Um, I want to close out and say this. Reiterate this. Make sure that you don't take life too seriously. And I'm going to re-say that again. Make sure that you do not take life 
too seriously. Life is about having fun and enjoying life. If you're always trying to be perfect and trying to do this and trying to do that, you're not really living life. Make sure you enjoy life. Enjoy each moment. Try not to stress. Be thankful for everything that you have. And that's the end of my show for this episode. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you have a good morning, good night, good afternoon, and or a good day. Thank you. Bye.